You're listening to the Innovation Made Easy podcast with Chiara Covone, episode number 24. Welcome to the Innovation Made Easy podcast. I'm your host, Chiara Covone, with 20 years experience on my back climbing the corporate ladder. And I'm here today to unfold insights of leadership wisdom to help you achieve success both at work and in life. Are you ready to create your own success story? Then let's dive in. I'm sure it happened to you and that you were talking to somebody and all of a sudden you're looking at this person and you're asking yourself, hello, where are you with your head? Where are you with your thoughts? Or it could happen that somebody's asking you the questions and you realize that in the last few minutes you were completely gone with your brain in a different place compared to where you were physically. So, and it's interesting because you do listen to the words that the other person is saying, but you're not aware of what this person is saying. And even if you are physically present in that same place with that other person, mentally, you were completely in a different place. And, and this really start, you know, gave me the opportunity to start thinking a little bit, oh, what is it that is going on in our brain? Why do we do that? And, and this is, this is just something that happens to, to all of us. We are in the middle of a conversation and we nod and we listen, but sometimes we're not paying attention. <laughs> and instead, we are somewhere far away from that physical place and, and think, what do we need to do later or what happened before? The role of our brain is to generate continuously thought. So there is nothing surprising in a way about it. However, often this results in us missing out on paying attention in the moment where we are you know, at the specific moment, point in time. And, and we're really not appreciating that specific moment that we're living. Have you ever been out and drove, driven your, your car and arrived in a place that actually wasn't your goal? <laughs> or have you thought that you knew where you were and that you were going in the right direction and still arrived in the wrong place. This is because you didn't have, you, you were not paying attention on the way and instead you were thinking about something else. You were planning, you were daydreaming, you were you know, maybe reconsidering something that happened or solving any problem that you had or remembering some stuff, having some fantasy about something else, etc. And this is how we most of the time go through our lives. 
So have you ever asked yourself, what did you do today and not remembered <laughs> what it was? It happens all the time when I ask my kids, How did, what did you do today? And they look at me like I'm asking something com extremely complicated. What happens very often to me when I read a book, for example, is that I read the full page and then I'm like, I didn't understand, or I mean, I didn't pay attention really to what I was reading. My, my brain was reading it automatically. So you have to go back and reread that page because your brain was just wandering somewhere in some other places. And if we think of ourselves as kind of two entities in one, one that is more of an observing the observing mind and the other one is more the thinking mind, then we could say that the observing mind is actually distracted by the thinking mind. So if the distracting, if the um, observing mind is the one that helps us really appreciating and being in the moment, is when you're really looking at, at yourself and so one of the exercises that I do, for example, is you know, we have these five senses, right? And, and the observing mind is the one that helps us really pay attention individually to the, to the five senses. So for example, you would be paying attention to your thoughts, to what is going on in your mind. What, I, what am I thinking? And really paying attention to them is what you, what you do when you do journaling, for example. You're really observing your mind and you write down what you're thinking. But it also, in some practices like yoga meditation, what you're doing in the moment is that you're observing yourself by observing how you're breathing. So that breathing and, you know, the moment of breathing in the air, imagining the lungs filling in and then the lungs emptying, you know, when you exhale. Um, so that's really a practice of the observing mind when you're paying attention to that because you really need to feel like, okay, I'm focusing on that. Um, the same thing is about observing your smell, you know, breathing in and really start thinking, what am I smelling? Or the exercise of paying attention to, you know, to, your, uh, to what you're hearing and trying to detect four or five different sounds. This is all activities that we, that we can do to engage our observing mind. And then the thinking mind is really you know, this powerful brain that just thinks continuously 60,000 thoughts per day and that is continuously processing and thinking and thinking and thinking. And so the thinking mind really works like a time machine. It continuously brings us either in the future or in the past. And when you are aware of it, when you start thinking about it and processing that from an observation, from observing mind perspective, I think it's mind blowing. And you know, I always talk about how we need to be, you know, we want to be aware of ourselves to be able to have more power and control of our own actions and results. And, and acknowledging that our brain is a time machine and not being a victim of it, but really just being, just paying a little bit more attention to it can give us an, a huge um, improvement of our life quality because we can decide consciously and unconsciously when we want actually to be in the present and enjoy the present moment without allowing our brain to bring us um, in a different place. 
we spend a disproportionate amount of time um, worrying about our future, planning for, for it and dreaming about it. And an incredible um, amount of time reprocessing what happened in the past. And, and it's, it's, quite, it's, it's quite fascinating um, from an evolutionary perspective this idea of this fear of let's not let's not being killed right the survival instinct and therefore we need to plan ahead of time and and imagine all the eventual problems that could arise on the way that we need to um, you know think ahead of time to be able <laughs> to be able to be ready when the fear and the threat uh, arrives. But we also need, need to think about the, the past because we want to you know, learn from it. Yeah? So this is again from a very evolutionary perspective, this instinct to going back to the past is really to make sure that we're maximizing our learnings. But what we're missing is, is really this awareness of the today and now. You know, when are we spending time to really enjoy when we are here today. And it, it does happen, I'm not saying it doesn't happen, but proportionally it happens way less than the time we spend reprocessing the past and replanning and planning for the future. And the other paradoxical thing is when we are thinking about the now and here with our um, you know, without, when we're thinking about it, when we're processing thoughts about this moment that we're living, often we do it with criticism and with resentment, with, you know, with negative feelings. And, and this continuous mental activity is, um, is, is, is extremely, you know, it's quite exhausting. Instead of accepting the situation that we're in and trying to extract the best out of it, we're criticizing, we're, fight, we're fighting against the, you know, against situations, against evidence, um, which, you know, is kind of pointless, right? And it's, I'm not, I'm not saying that you need to, you know, you're in a situation in which you're not, you know, that doesn't respect your dreams and values, that you should accept them and just live with them. I'm not saying that, but fighting it, and just you know, beating yourself up because of where you are, it isn't, isn't very helpful. It's not gonna move you out of that situation. And I always talk about this, the fact that whenever goal you have, whenever, whatever ambition you have, you want to choose to do it from a place of abundance, not from a place of scarcity. Because this, you know, when, when you hear people saying, oh, I want to do that, I need to do that, I need to have more money, I need to have, you know, to do exercise more, That's, that is draining, just, just thinking about those sentences makes me really tired, versus I love where I am today, I love who I am today, I accept myself, really high self-regard of myself, but I also want to improve. I also want to, you know, tomorrow I want to be exercising more. I want to you know, do certain things or don't do certain other things. So the perspective is very different and it comes really from an acceptance of who I am and, 
and, and really from that place of abundance and happiness and acceptance, sorry to repeat this word, but it's really important, the acceptance, um, I, can, I can set myself new goals, ambitious goals. And then I can leverage all my strengths because I'm not beating myself up from why I haven't achieved certain goals yet. And instead really accepting, here I am, I am here because of the choices I made yesterday and the day before. And now from this place, I'm going to make certain other choices and decisions that are going to bring me to my next goal, to my next milestone. So clearly, way too much. We are um, absorbed by our thoughts and we're not really uh, a primary actor in our life and, and miss the contact with an amazing things that is around us in that specific moment. And if we were just half of present, um, you know, when we are with our friends, where we are with our families, where we are not already thinking about the next thing we need to do, though then we're really increasing our contact with our own self, which I think, having practiced that now for quite some time, it's life-changing. So what does it mean being present in the moment? It means that you are 100% aware of what you're experiencing here and now, and that you are really a primary actor in what is happening in that specific moment. So when you work with presence and being in the moment, we are letting ourselves free from the past and the future and really dedicate all our attention to the now, just here, just now. And why, why do we need that? There is three main reasons why we need it. This life is the only life you have, at least in this body, in this circumstance. This is the only life, this is the only chance you have. So making sure that we're doing most we can, you know, we're really taking advantage of this opportunity we have in this specific life with the people you are, you know, you're living with right now, it's quite unique. And being only half in, and half out with your brain, with your mind, will mean that you're gonna miss out on certain things. It's like watching your favorite movie with sunglasses on, or listening to your favorite music with really, really low volume. Crazy, right? I mean, we have this beauty in front of us, this opportunity in front of us, and we are shadowing it with some, some things that, don't, that prevent us to really experience them to the fullest. And so to really being able to enjoy life at, at its full potential with all the richness that this life offers us, you need, we want to be here and, and take advantage of it. I notice it a lot when, you know, when I, you know, I was coaching a client the other day and we were talking about the relationship and the presence that this person had when, when, when playing with, uh, with a kid, uh, with a son. And 
and really noticing that, you know, maybe grabbing your phone or doing other activities and not really being there. And you have a lose-lose situation because you get frustrated, the sun gets frustrated, you get frustrated because you're not, you're not doing what the other thing you wanted to do and you're not there enjoying this time with the sun. So it's really interesting that it happens to us, to all of us in different forms and shapes um, in our lives in different occasions. And so just paying attention to it and being aware of it can make, can make a huge difference on your life quality. And, and amazingly, it will also reduce you know, your scarcity feeling, your requirements, your needs to go out and buy new things to, to, fill, to fill something like a gap you feel you have. So, so this is really the first reason. Um, there is another reason, which is that the only moment you can influence in life is now. And I think this is also really a mind-blowing concept when you realize that. This moment that we are living right now is the most meaningful you have because it's the only moment in time where you have any power over. Think about it, right? You know, everything that happened yesterday, it happened. There is nothing you can do about it. It already happened, it's fast. What you can influence tomorrow, you can plan for it, and it's really important to plan for it, but what will be even, uh, sorry, what will be even more important is that when you are in the moment tomorrow, you're actually sticking to your plans. So you're doing it in the moment, which is in this moment of today, it's now. So am I really sticking to my plan today that I planned for yesterday? And am I really influencing this moment where I have full power? So this is really fascinating, right? So how, how come we're not spending enough time, with enough, with enough awareness on the things we're doing? There are so many things we're doing automatically in our day and we're not enjoying the full, you know, the full power of it, the full beauty of it. So s slowing down, I noticed that I started really paying attention to a lot of those things. So even when I walk outside with my dog, I'm paying attention how I'm putting my feet on the ground sometimes. And I do it really because of this exercise of continuous practicing presence and being in the moment. And I noticed that when I do pay attention, I walk better, that I slow a little bit down. I noticed that I put my, my back a little bit straight and my, you know, I put my, my shoulders up when I'm more present in the moment. I noticed that I don't do weird facial expressions when I'm in the moment and really being present. And you know, it doesn't really matter, right? You think, well, if you want to do facial expressions, do them. What's wrong with that? There is nothing wrong with that. But am I, what I mean is that if I have a tension in my face or you know, if my mind is bringing me somewhere else, I don't have full attention to what's happening right now. So I'm missing out on things. Missing out on listening to the birds that are singing in the street where I'm walking with my dog. Or missing on some sounds that could be really revealing, it could be inspiring for my you know, next podcast, for example. So all these things. So all of this to say, pay attention, slow down, be present, because you have full power on this moment right now and here. 
And then um, the third reason is that to, to take action means, I was talking about making, taking constructive action. And it means to help us to advance to, towards the direction we, we feel is meaningful for us. So to be able to act in a constructive way, it helps being psychologically present, being present with our, with our full power and presence. And so when we are aware what we want, about what we want and what we have to do in order to meet our um, value-driven goals, etc., we can actually react to them and we can be more intentional around our answers. We have a, a better agency on, on the things we really want to do. So what I'm saying, for example, is that when we are acting from a place of absence, we might do things that we might regret later on versus if we are more present, we have higher chances of acting from a place of value-driven goals. So I'll give you an example. So if I am not fully present when I am with my kids, it might be that I'm gonna say things that I'm gonna be regretting a second after, right? You're in the morning, you're stressed, you wanna go to work, you need to drop the kids in school to school. And you know, because you're not fully present there in the moment and you're ready with your brain thinking all the things you need to do at work, your actions, your attitudes, your behavior will be from that place of absence of mind versus if I'm fully there and really saying, okay, now I'm paying attention to my kids and I'm gonna you know, get them ready for school, making sure they have all the things they need for school. And I'm gonna think afterwards about my work. I have higher chances that I'm gonna show up with my kids as the person that I want to be with them. You see the difference versus when I am in a rush and stressed and hurrying, I'm going to say things and act, not necessarily as a person that I want to be. And I'm going to, I gave you the example of the kids, but it can be the example in different circumstances. It could be that you are in the, in the office and somebody knocks at your door and you are fully immersed with something and, and you're trying to do two things at the same time and then you're not paying attention to the person, to what the person is saying. So and you're trying to do, as I said, two things at the same time. So you might do the two things poorly. You might respond to the person you know, either to a assertive way or not paying attention, not helping the person really. And you're not going to be really doing, you know, completing your, your, your work, whatever you were doing, with a mindful way. So, so really interesting how much when we don't pay attention, when we're not fully present, this actually affects also the results we're getting. So being present in the moment, being aware that our brain is a time machine that brings us back and forward and, and that it's right in certain instances, but it's actually not allowing us to fully benefit of the moment we're living right now is really 
empowering for me. And, and, I, and I really encourage you to be opening your eyes to what happens in your brain at different time during the day and, and really, you know, putting yourself some moment in, in during the day in which you're, you know, you're stopping and paying attention and, and evaluate what happened in the, you know, hours before maybe, how much were you present versus how much you were absent because your brain was bringing you <laughs> in a, on a journey um, either in the future or in, back in the past. And, and, see, and see how it works for you. See how much you're studying benefiting, practicing some conscious breathing, um, some conscious you know, engaging with your senses um, to, you know, to really live and enjoy the, the beauty that is surrounding us, um, to pay attention to the small things. And yeah, so I hope this was inspiring um, and uh, leave me your comments because I really am curious to see how this practice can help you feel less scarcity and more abundance in what you already have today around you and in yourself. Have a wonderful week, everyone, and I'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Hey, do you want to succeed at work while living your best life? Great. Then come over to my website, chiaracovone.com, as in C-H-I-A-R-A-C-O-V-O-N-E, and grab a free copy of my morning routine resource. It will get you ready for your best self every day in 20 minutes only. Thank you for tuning in, and I will be talking to you next week. Thank you.